This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and sometimes I can't help but be the opening where the gastrointestinal tract ends. Am I the asshole? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Congratulations on that one. Um, I'm Brandy Posey, and I will put up a goddamn Christmas tree right now. Do not even try me. I'm Tess Barker, and one weird thing about me is that I live in L.A., and I actually go to the beach. (laughs) Wow. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. everyone welcome to the show woohoo this is gonna be a good one it is love this hell yeah um i just want to plug something up top if you live here in los angeles uh this weekend uh march 27th number one uh tessa's well tessa's birthday is today the 23rd right oh my god happy Happy birthday oh my god thank you happy birthday to tess everybody message tess i love attention and tweet me a compliment yes Yes. absolutely wish her birthday send her compliments Absolutely. Um, and then this Sunday, uh, I am doing a show in Los Angeles at Permanent Records Roadhouse. Uh, we were doing an album recording. It's called Burn This Pandemic, and it is 23 comics doing pandemic material uh, for charity, basically. We're recording an album that we're going to be releasing um, to help SELA, which is a great homeless organization here in Los Angeles. Uh, I want it packed to the fucking gills because it's going to be super fun. And we have a lot of past guests. Um, we've got Roz Dress for Less is doing it, Jenny Yang, Danielle Perez, Maggie May, uh, Joanne Schinderly. Uh, uh, Francesca Fiorentino's on it Aaron Lampart, Zara Norbach uh, Jamie Loftus is doing it Megan Keister, Tamara Brown and then wow. also a bunch of really there's also like some really great guides on it too like Matt Lieb and like Chris Estrada and if you know out of ways doing it like um, it's going to be it's going to be a really really fun night for a good cause uh, if you were in LA come on out 7pm Permanent Records Roadhouse oh my god <laughs> fun show mm-hmm. yeah and if you're not in Los Angeles, that means you can come check us out on our freaking Zoom show. We've got our April show coming up with River Butcher headlining. He's so funny. We can't wait to have him on the show and hang out with you all. Go grab mm-hmm. a ticket. LadySunday.eventbrite.com. And it's not an April Fool's. We promise. Well, we might try to prank you guys. Yeah, there will be a prank of some kind. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure. no promises. But also, her pranks backfire often. So, and we, we also forget ourselves. to do them. So, yeah, it's honestly, it's yeah, we're just pranking ourselves. In the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it'll be total blast. So, come come to all of our things. We love to see you guys. We do. <laughs> we also love this episode. Who's our guest today, everybody? Oh my gosh, she's so funny. She's a comedian, actor, writer, and director. She will be in the new season of Barry, unless she's been cut out. You can see her quarantine web series at antisocialdistance.com. And she also has a horror movie podcast called He's Right Behind You. So check out our conversation with the lovely Avital Ash. Well, let's just jump into it. Hi, Avital. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hi, thanks for having me. It's cool to do this and meet you all at the same time. Also, I know. you all have great hair. Oh, my God. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. First thing I noticed. Thank you. Yeah, we, we don't make people like, you know, dress up or anything for the show because we don't want to deal with video stuff but like you know we'll bring we'll bring the hair just for fun mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You all brought it. I zhuzh it around the headphones because when oh, you first yeah. put the headphones on, it just like will hold uh. hold your hair straight back. And I try to get a little a little bit of volume. I'm trying to get some pieces out. Yeah. Yes. Oh God, remember that like that trend of just the two? Do I? Like, yes. Pen fifteen mm. did it so well. The two green strands. Like product <laughs> in and just make them into a strand. If I'm not mistaken, and I don't think I am, I think at one point I would put mini butterfly clips on each little chunk. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's back, but am I just deranged? Because the like butt hair, the like Jonathan Taylor Thomas cut is in for no. Yes, I have seen it. That. Okay, I've I have that. to say yeah. that oh, is, wow. I'm going to be honest, that's a good heartthrob haircut. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Like, I think it just works if, you know, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like a little shaggy dog boy. It's great. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had this, but there were so many people I realized in hindsight, once they got haircuts that I just had crushes on their hair. It'd be like a boy that everybody loved oh, yeah. and then they'd get a haircut and you're like, no. Yes. Thousand percent. Yeah. Thousand, that was yes. the junior high version of that Shit's Creek episode when Mutt shaves his beard and Alexis freaks out. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Those haircuts were the original beard. <laughs> <laughs> um oh damn it i had like a picture of my first boyfriend oh he had somewhere. one of those big time he had one of those and he was wearing a puka shell <laughs> necklace yes. okay, here it is. the whole thing yes. i'm gonna share i'm gonna show this to you guys because i i was just like randomly looking on facebook and saw his um his profile and then he had this photo of like when we Can't actually wait. dated and it is guys Oh my oh, god. This is this is this is like the Getty images of of it's of that year. So, <laughs> it, it encompasses all of it. It does. Although he doesn't Gosh. have the part. He, he has doesn't have it's just needle. a straight yeah. 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 And if I could yeah. give him some notes, actually it's hottest if he could grow it out like another inch and a half. You wanted it yes. to be a little bit yes. longer. Yeah. Cover the ears slightly. <laughs> just yeah. a little bit further down. Yeah, he's wearing a white Pukashan necklace and I believe another dark one underneath that's it, right yeah closer yeah i think it's i definitely know that double one necklaced. from the clasp it's like the little you slide mm-hmm. you twist it in. yes it's like mm-hmm. the dark yeah. it's like coconut shells or something this would be like yes. an impulse by a pacific sunwear if i'm not mistaken yes oh yeah absolutely yeah this was the kid who we like got together I think I was in eighth grade and he was in seventh grade. I sent him a note in our like math class. You're so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Older man. I just love like you've always been you. Like you were just like, no, you're the fucking hot guy. Like I'm sending you a note. (laughs) Oh yeah. I was was all over that shit. I sent him a note. He said, yes, we never spoke to each other. Mm -hmm. Then we negotiated a kiss at a football game (sighs) through other people. And then we had it and and it was the worst kiss of all time. And then we broke up via phone call through other people. It was just like a quintessential wow. junior high relationship. I love it. Yeah. How it many back incredible. and how many back and forths in that negotiation for the kiss, do you think? Like what was oh, the it was like an hour long discussion about what the kiss would be would it be like and entail. What would it entail? Yeah, what were the Yeah, do you remember details? Oh my yes. We decided <laughs> Because it was so insane. We talked because we discussed it through other people that we were going to kiss. And then we met for the kiss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we talked for at least half an hour about what the kiss would be. And we decided oh. we mm-hmm. decided that it would be, I think, closed mouth. Yeah, we decided closed mm-hmm. mouth after all that discussion. Closed <laughs> mouth. But he opened his. Oh. He opened his. Don't and he embraces. That. 
Breach of contract. Breach of contract. Yes. Absolutely not bowl cut. He went <laughs> open and so he just put his braces on my lips. And <laughs> oh, like, so real. The- <laughs> so hot. <laughs> so turned on right now. So funny. Yeah. So he so. kind of just let his brace kind of rest on your lip for a few seconds. <laughs> Oh, basically i think we kind of moved our lips around for like a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you guys were having this negotiation i'm picturing you like pacing around back and forth like kind of like a david mamet play like wh- where mm-hmm. were you we were sitting on a hill outside of the stadium like just sitting there discussing mm, that's interesting in my head i thought you'd be under bleachers Me too. but this is better i, I know that yeah. it feels like a very under bleachers moment yeah, yeah, I was yeah. We, wanted some, yes. we wanted some privacy for her <laughs> how did the other parties like so you would tell your friend this is what i'm open to i'm willing to give this much he can have x points and then he, he would tell his friend the same his version of that and then those two would talk to each other i think like basically the friend stuff just came in they were just deciding that we were going to kiss uh, past that mm. the deal points were between him and i okay but, but they were just like it was like my friend my best friend's little sister running back and forth i think from him and being like <laughs> Okay, like he said, he's he's down to kiss. So it's like, okay, like where should we oh. meet? Okay, let's meet over there. Was it was it just the two of you on this hill, or did you have a notary or a witness of some kind? <laughs> it was just us, so you know, it's uh, wow. my word against his. But did, but, I have yeah. a question. Did the people, because I think they wanted to, did the people who negotiated this get to watch? No, yeah, no, it was just it was just question. us. Oh. Yeah, wow. I think I just reported back that it was not good, and then mm-hmm. and then I think he. I can't remember who broke up with who, but then I was at another friend's house like the next day or something and she like called him and broke up with him for a mirror or something mm. like that. <laughs> Wait. Oh, it sounds like you did break up with him. Cause, but I was going to say the idea that you can't remember who broke up with who and this is like peak the first. middle. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's weird. I can't, I can't remember. You ended it. Probably yeah. you did it. And if you had gotten broken up with, you'd be traumatized. Yeah. I, he remembers right. for sure. Yes. He threw that puka necklace in the trash <laughs> and was like, never again. He shaved, he shaved his bowl cut off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think like, I think it was just so obvious that it was going to end after that, that there were, that's why I don't remember it. Cause it was like, there's no way we should ever. Yeah. I had one of those <laughs> two when I was young. That was like a kid that I was in plays with. Same thing through mm-hmm. some, no, he did ask me in person after rehearsal to be his boyfriend and I, I agreed but then immediately both mm-hmm. of us realized like we didn't want we didn't know what that meant or want anything to do and so it would just be like really mm-hmm. awkward at rehearsal and then we went to the mall once and like kind of touched hands and we're both like uh and then and then two years later he came out as gay and then two years after that in an unexpected twist we were drunk in a hot tub and we started laughing about the time when we went out and our friends dared us to make out and we really did make out <laughs> that's beautiful circle of life yes. Aww, amazing Did he rest his braces on your lips or uh, wasn't that kind of kiss i think mm. it was more i had to borrow his mom's uh bathing suit <laughs> it's so it's like i don't have a very good memory but that is a very like visceral one like yeah it just really sticks in there and oh, no just every time I am back home and we drive by that hill. <laughs> Good old Brace Brace Hill. Good old Brace Hill, yeah. This is going to be like so, so stereotypically Jewish. And it's funny, like we started off with me and Katie being like, I'm in Tashin. But I, my, my version of that was his name's Elliot. I almost said was Elliot. It still is. His name is still Elliot. 
and we started talking on the phone and we had crushes on each other. And I remember we when we finally were like, okay, we're doing this, which again, like, what does that right. mean? You don't know. We're, it just we're feels like hands. this thing you have to do. So you should just do it. Right. <laughs> like, we'll learn on each other. Yeah. I remember we would hang up and say, we knew like, I love you was serious. So we'd be like, mm-hmm. I like you a lot. That's how we would like <laughs> sign Aww. off on the phone. And we had a negotiation, but it was the two of us of like, I think it was very like, what base would you be open to? And I'm like, I think I could do first base or whatever. So like <laughs> kissing with tongue. And we had that agreement. Mm-hmm. And then at his bar mitzvah, there was oh. a mosh pit and he chipped a tooth in a mosh pit at a bar mitzvah. And then we went out and like had our first kiss in the parking oh lot. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> he really became a man that day. That's crazy. He really did. <laughs> and did he rest his chipped tooth on your lip? <laughs> I remember being a little bit shallow about it and being like, mm-hmm. he is much hotter without this chipped tooth. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't feel You're it. You're like, we negotiated pre-chipped tooth. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are addendums yes. to the contract now that we must <laughs> talk about. But I wanted to show him I liked him for him, so I didn't let on, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think right. it's like the equivalent of a, a guy like trying not to stare at your cleavage or something. Like, I'm really zoned in on the eyes. It's all about this soul connection. That's what I was doing. Yeah, not looking at the tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been to many bar mitzvahs or bat mitzvahs. Did you have a bat mitzvah? I didn't. Um, I grew up very religious in a way that is like a lot more um, misogynistic. And so like bar mitzvahs Ooh. are a big deal, but bat mitzvahs are like, whatever, you're still a female. So lame. Yeah. Cause Damn. I feel like I just always love seeing friends, old photos of like the themes that they would have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. One, I remember one friend, I think had like a Hollywood theme and it's just so oh, much. So and, like, good. I think more teenage people should get a budget to throw a, a crazy party. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, that, good for them. You know, the quinceañeras can be really fun too. Like, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's so great just to let a teenager run wild and basically have a wedding. <laughs> because <laughs> it is it's like Especially, richie rich yes oh for it's sure so true and i don't know if i'll have a wedding i should have at least had my like 12 year old version yeah. of a wedding yeah right you can really only do it yeah like the, there's only so many options when you can yeah. just like make a fool of yourself in a certain yes. way <laughs> oh for sure i ha- i threw like me and my best friend through like a joint like ragers uh sweet 16 party mm. where we like we like rented we like rented like a hall and um there was like our our school our school jazz band had like a break off swing band uh called cool. jo- Johnny Fedora <laughs> and Johnny Fedora came and played and then we had music but the place was like um it was one of those like uh church like youth hangy places so it had like pin like I had pinball and like all these games and shit Ooh. in the back and because it was in like band and stuff I had, it was like 200 people showed up it was fucking awesome wow wow yeah so Brandy got yeah. to have That's a cool. teenage wedding yeah, I threw a big ass party. We got a co- we did a photo shoot. We got a Costco cake with us in like matching shirts, like back to back. Yeah, I want to see that photo too. Oh man, I uh, I I will look and I will find it. Okay. <laughs> I probably got one of them somewhere. We wore my we wore like I had a bunch of my dad's like um, uh, polyester shirts in the seventies with like big collars, and we like each mm-hmm. wore one. And I think oh, yeah, I, have I love a, those shirts. Those shirts were so good. I used to wear those to high school mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. I remember awesome. like my dad dressed up as Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine as Halloween one year. And his costume was That's this cool. like amazing polyester cool. shirt. And I just started wearing that to school. And that kind of became my vibe for a minute. I yeah. love it. It's a good vibe. Right? 
Mm-hmm. What was your vibe, Avital? Like, what kind of like kid were you? I um, there was a big like hardcore scene in Miami. Oh, cool. Uh, so I got I would go to a lot of like local shows and I was um silk screening my own shirts. Oh yeah. I had like Hell a yeah. Shy Halud shirt and like um <laughs> the gummy bracelets, like an yeah. armful of those. Yep. And yep. usually the silk screen was on like a wife beater and then I'd be in like Dickies and Chucks. Okay. Yep. I get you. Yeah, oh, that hell was the vibe. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dickies no, were 100%. really flattering pants. Yeah. Like oh, everyone looks good. Still are. I lo- used to love That's true. They still are. Yeah, they still I should I would like to come back around to yeah. them. Yeah. I'm just going to say I have a Dickies pair of black jeans and they're the most flattering black jeans I've ever owned in my entire life. I <laughs> I, I love them so much. <laughs> I really Dickies. am wanting to go out now and get a pair or like even visit a Pacific Sunwear. Why not? See what it's like oh. now. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Oh man. Oh, I had Jankos for a You time had Jankos? I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The kind of thing oh, I had to like obsessed. belt because like there were so many folds they would never stay up. Yes, oh. I had like the I don't even know what you call those. You know the thick one with like all the studs. Oh yeah, yeah. three yeah. layers of studs. The punk, oh the punk my belt. god, those yeah. oh those uh. were like oh that I was a like, classic look. I still have like five of them in a bin <laughs> because I cannot bring myself to get rid of them because they were like so who I was for so yeah. long. But I'm like, what am I gonna throw? I can't throw these away no you're I right love to them. keep them <laughs> that shouldn't mean one of us is gonna have to deal with that once brandy's passed like <laughs> <laughs> i love that you think that i'm dying first <laughs> that's why because it's unexpected <laughs> well it's because of the belt yeah, they're going now. to it's gonna you. happen that way yeah yeah, right. yeah i'm just saying no. whoever whoever has to clean up your stuff bury me bury me in them bury me in them <laughs> we're gonna wrap we're gonna Please. the urn with them. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like bury me like 1998. That's what I want. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I had a hemp necklace too with I don't know what you'd call those. Fimo? But there was like oh, the, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at you with the word. No, those mm-hmm. were cool, and there would be like little pictures in the clay, and like if you know yeah. maybe a leaf if you were edgy or a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, okay, yeah. Now. How do you guys feel? Exactly. There's been a lot of backlash against, obviously, the return of the low-rise gene. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I didn't know it was oh, back. It's back. I really did not. It know. is back so hard, and people <laughs> yeah. are, are older. People are pissed about it because we remember. You know, there's a lot of <laughs> we learned our lesson. We thought this isn't the yeah. I thought the, the comment Casey Balsham. I just saw she had a TikTok video about it. The other day. She was like, we, we, "Why would you do like we we did that so that you could have high-rise genes." Like, yeah. and it's so true. It's like, why? But then I, they're going to have yeah. to learn on their own. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like how many anything. things, how many things did your parents tell you when you were like, mm, I'm going to go figure that yeah, out. And unfortunately, we're parents age. <laughs> but also like they're teenagers and teenagers, like when you are a teenager, you can dress like that. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. yeah you can do whatever. Yeah. You how do you guys really? know? I I guess I knew about the, the. JTT hair being back, but I didn't. I haven't seen the low rise in action. Like, where oh, I haven't either. I've like research. heard it's back, but I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, okay. if you go jean shopping, it's like a uh-huh. everywhere. Like, mm. it is on trend right now. Like, it is okay. yeah. like that. Everyone like it's getting harder to find like high rise jeans. I'm gonna need you guys to. Tell I am. Not, I'm not having a hard time finding. I can still find them because they know. That I'm like, I'm not letting go of that shit. So like, <laughs> yeah. I know that there are some of us who are not going back. 
Well, and yeah. I haven't been jeans shopping. In, I, I just I mean, wear why the would same you? pair why over and you? over. Yeah, yeah, I have two no. pairs. That's all That's I need for the next five years. And once I find some yeah. that work, I just want to wear them until the crotch falls out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. how I, sad I is it that your favorite holies yeah. get too I know. holy? Uh, I'm currently experiencing crotch loss on my favorite pair. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. It's really sad. I'm Boston still prayers. wearing it. I'm like, I'm yeah. riding the line. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. had this pair of cutoffs that I like. It was by far my best pair of cutoffs. Nothing. I would try to find other ones that I liked as much. Never happened. And they just became paper thin. And I was out in mm-hmm. public and I noticed that there was like a giant ass crotch, like the size of Antarctica <laughs> right in the middle of them. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Time to get some low-rise jeans. Yes. That's that's the time. <laughs> are they doing it with like belly shirts? Like, are they doing the Britney Spears? Yes, they're thing? doing the Britney Spears. Okay. Anything like? Yeah. I also have friends who have teenage kids, and they're like, they're really into like Sublime, Incubus. Uh, mm-hmm. They're really obsessed with like music from that era, TV shows from that era, like Friends. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's kind of cute. Yeah. 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 It validates our choices. Exactly. So I really exactly. like it. There we, go. <laughs> we were cool. But but yeah. I remember like driving around listening to Sublime. I remember specifically being high and like one of the songs has a siren. And every time. Every time. I'm like, every I'm yeah. going to get pulled over. That's, yeah. that's that's that got doing. me so many times. It's so bad. <laughs> but I was like. I, such a part of my identity is that I was cool because I went beyond that and like found, you know, Joy Division and the mm-hmm. Smiths and whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, they get to just coast off of Sublime. Like they don't have to go and find anything <laughs> yeah, cooler. Yeah. I don't know. You should go that sound like Sublime on like, yeah, Spotify and then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All that Which I'm like, I don't want anything that sounds like Sublime. If I'm going to listen to anything, that's, I'm just going <laughs> to no. listen to that. No, Sublime. because yeah. for a while, Sublime has been something that sounds like Sublime, and it hasn't been Sublime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sublime with Rome just doesn't uh, hit the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard any of new Sublime. Yeah, I've, I think I, I've seen I think them in concert. I think I've seen them they, in like, concert, they, they, too. They headlined. They headlined a festival I went to where I wanted to see literally every other other band but them. And then, it, but it was also very freeing to just be walking away from the headliner, just like <laughs> listening to half a set and being like just driving out of the parking lot with no problems whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Good they're feeling. they were fine. I don't know. I wasn't. I weirdly like. I'm a huge ska fan, but I wasn't like a huge Sublime. Just didn't really do it for me as much. Really. Yeah. Yeah, they just weren't oh. as much of a thing. Fun, weird fact about growing up and like getting into local hardcore music, but also mm-hmm. local ska music was yeah. there's this band I used to go see all the time in Miami called the Blinking Underdogs. Mm-hmm. And the singer mm-hmm. was this like blue haired punk dude who now is a big movie star, Oscar Isaac. Oh, oh shit, really? Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, I knew I knew that he used to be in a I knew so that he used cool. to be in a ska band. I didn't know that that's crazy? so funny that you used to see them. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, he's so yeah. hot and he just got so much hotter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still crazy. remember all their songs. They were good. Oh, that rules. I wish yeah. that he would do a reunion. And I They should. I love that. I feel like like ska is really having a moment right now, which is very mm-hmm. exciting. It is. There's it's like really lo- having a great, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a huge comeback. There's a lot of really fun new bands, and like the old ones are coming back in a big way. And I would like Oscar Isaac. Like we said, everything lean into it. Everything yeah, we were is coming back. That we were, we're like, yes, we grasped <laughs> on, and it 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 lived. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brandy keeping your belt was really a smart Ex- move. I mean, that's what it was. Thank you. Yeah. It feels good to be almost forty and wearing. I'm gonna start wearing it again, and it's not gonna look weird. <laughs> I think the only thing I have from that era is like a Bjork silk screened. Wife beater. I mean, that's oh, amazing. That's a good. Can you still call it? I think. Oh yeah, is that? Can we still call them wife beaters? I don't. I think I don't you're know. not. Sp- I think um, it's just tank top. Just a but tank. It's a specific tank top, right? right? We know. Yeah. We all know what kind it is. You know what? Yeah. 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 But we're just but gonna go back and edit top? in us saying, "Can you just say tank top a few times so we can?" <laughs> <laughs> tank top. Tank top. Tank top. Tank top. Tank top. Tank top. Great. Perfect. Okay, we got. We have to take a break, but we're gonna just go edit that really quick. BRB. Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Avital. It's Fuck Mary Kill. It's Fuck Mary oh, Kill. We're here, baby. That's yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so fitting. That feels just right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hug Mary. Mary. I'm gonna hug you, marry you, or marry you. Hug Mary. Mary. We're gonna hug you, hug you, hug you baby. Okay. So, number one, Buck Mary Kill, Cheesecake Factory, Olive Garden, P.F. Chang's. Wow. Okay. I guess, uh, I don't, this is weird. I'll kill P.F. Chang's because um, <laughs> I actually haven't eaten there because I have like a thing about animals and like uh, the, whatever. I, like I'll get beans at Taco Bell, but I feel like P.F. Chang's is mostly chicken and I don't mm-hmm. want to do mm-hmm. that in like a fast food way. Mm-hmm. Um fuck uh cheesecake factory because the cheesecake i mean now i had like a weird visual maybe babs are very sexy (laughs) (laughs) i mean it is like talking about like a s'more it's just like it's so indulgent so it would be a good lay because i think it's just like anything goes yeah yeah and then olive garden sensible we can get married Unlimited. Yeah. The, the breadsticks aren't going to run out. Well, yes. when you're there, you're when you're there, you're family too. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. That's so a great point. We're already yeah. agreeing to some kind of family dynamic when we walk in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you sign a consent form. Yeah, might as well put a yeah. ring on it. <laughs> I mean, what's more supportive than unlimited salad and breadsticks too? I, mean, I have to be honest, though. Nothing. I think I would have to if I may. I would have to not, I would have to kill Olive Garden because I couldn't marry them because, and I couldn't fuck them for sure. Um, <laughs> because I feel like if I married Olive Garden, I would spend the rest of my life just being horny for other Italian food. That's Ooh, true. Yeah. But then yeah. who do you marry? Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cheesecake Factory has a very obvious like advantage here because it has more choices. Everything. Yeah. yeah, it's more choices. I mean, this isn't a fair fight if we're being honest, because Cheesecake Factory is bringing everything to the table across so many metrics. We've got. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. gonna be honest. I like the ambiance there. 
<laughs> I love hearing I love hearing buzzers just go off in the background at all times. Well, and Cheesecake Factory is an Olive Garden, is a PF Chang's all right. in one too. Fuck, exactly. I feel like I have to change my answer. Kill PF Chang's, kill Olive Garden, marry and fuck Cheesecake Factory. Oh, ooh, <laughs> twist. Right? Yeah. You're yeah. very persuasive. Yeah. And you're right, honestly. At the end of the day, you when you're right, you're right. I will yeah. say the problem with Cheesecake Factory is that I don't feel like it ever gives me any of its time because it's pretty, it's fucking almost impossible to get in to one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like in Los Angeles, yeah. if you go, you have to go on like a week, like a random someone. day. Okay. That's- but you know what, Babs? That is the reality of being with a powerhouse. That is what that relationship is. Yeah. Everyone wants a piece of them. So you got to take what you can get. Yeah. I just don't know I if think... I can play second fiddle that much. Tess, you might be in an abusive relationship with the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yeah, we we need to have a discussion here. We got a lady problem about, about this exact problem. When they don't make time for me, it's my fault. It's not Cheesecake Factory's fault. I did something wrong. I'll just wear the pager and wait. It's fine. <laughs> um okay let's see what's our next one oh okay yeah fuck mary kill throw pillows accent rugs or baskets or vases we were thinking baskets or vases but i think baskets is good yeah i feel like i need to be writing them down and like really these feel like important questions i mean yeah this is visualizing you're being being (laughs) judged and yeah, can you, can you describe the like? Let us know the throw pillow you see when we say this. The accent rug, you see, the basket. Yes. like what? Yeah, I love a throw pillow. I love mm-hmm. a woven basket. Yeah, um, got a lot of vases too. What was the other? What was accent the one? accent, accent rugs. rugs. Wait, accent rugs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's different than like a big rug. It's just a little rug. I think it can be. Yeah. I think it can be like a big ish. It just can't be like a floor installed rug, right? Yeah, actually, I think it's most rugs, like unless it's like one of those, yeah, giant one that fills up most of like a room or whatever. And then am I forgetting one? Or you got pillows, throw pillows, accent rugs, baskets, baskets. I love them all. I know this is hard. I love an accent pillow. Really Mm -hmm. makes a bed, especially like a few of them. Mm-hmm. I felt very good once. There was an episode of Big Little Lies where I saw they had um, my same throw pillow, which I couldn't get for. Wish, and I was like, do you want to see it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Tess, Tess, like to point out, Tess gasped. Tess gasped <laughs> at a throw pillow from Big Little I Lies. I love, love it. pillows, and I'm dying to know what this Big Little Lies pillow is. <laughs> I same very exciting because they also have a great aesthetic on that show Mm -hmm. no that means you're like oh i have oh very cute oh yes thank you is this like stitched is it stitched or is it just a pattern that's on it it is stitched i mean i'm sure it's not like hand stitched but right yeah don't put that away just yet let's see it a little more so (laughs) oh it's got like a 3d it's like a mosaic quality to it yeah yeah Wildflowers. Yeah. All weird because I'm like holding the pillow up to the mic. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we were literally, that's how basic we are. We just started podcasting with a throw pillow. <laughs> I feel like Target, and I was shopping at like a bigger Target than I usually do yesterday. And they just like, they are, they know what we want. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, le- they have so many fucking pillows and their whole home decor area is like, yeah. just, f- mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want all of this shit. <laughs> Love just, Target. They know. Yeah. Target's amazing. Yeah. Target's research is terrifying. <laughs> from cost, 
not uh, world Costco. World market. Oh, yeah. Co- cost plus, cost plus. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do. What do you guys think is I love cost plus as well. I really do. But what is the deal there? Like what's happening? Like it's not like there's like a, a I don't think there's like a cost plus factory where they make stuff like they're clearly procuring it from random destinations. Right, cuz I yes. I will say I've never I have I think I've only been in one once and it was recently when we were like couch hunting. And it is bizarre cuz it's like half a wine and beer store. Yeah. yeah. And they have like snacks like, too. Cute. Yeah. But I mean, you know, TJ Maxx <clears throat> and like all those places have those weird mm-hmm. foods. But the cost plus yeah. seems like it has its own, yeah, like weird yes. food section. And yes. we all know it, but I didn't know it until I did. Like there was a point at which I went into one maybe six years ago. Mm-hmm. And then anytime it comes up, people know it. But I had no idea what it was till I wandered into one. No, no and exactly. like you're happy to be there. And I have found some <laughs> things there. I'm really happy. Actually, oh my God, this Christmas I got like around Halloween. I was so excited at Cost Plus. I found a Christmas ornament that looks like a veggie burrito. Oh, so cute and realistic. <laughs> and like it had foil on it and everything. <laughs> I was so excited that I bought it like around Halloween time, but it broke the first year I had it. Oh, that's a um, negative one for. Cost yeah. plus. Yeah. Cost plus if you're listening. What a ride. Cost minus. Cost zero. <laughs> nice. It feels like the, the millennial peer one, right? Like, yes, like- yes. That yes. Feels a, that's exactly it, I think. I mm-hmm. thought peer one was just furniture. Is that not true? Yeah, Cost Plus has more. Yeah, Pure One didn't have the food stuff, the sundries. The sundries. Ooh, that's what sundries. But like, that's what different. is the deal with the these sundries it, at Marshalls, <laughs> TJ Maxx, Home Goods? They're all like creepy. They're they could be potpourri, yeah. but they're edible. And they like yeah. you only give them yeah. to someone for like a grandma on a holiday. Like I don't know who yes. actually eats them. It's a very weird situation. Yeah, and like at Marshalls, they're in like the impulse area where like. Mm-hmm. That's fine if you're selling like regular candy or gum, but this is like checking out in the mood for toffee. Yes. <laughs> I think it's like that those are places that are good to get like a house like the whole thing is like housewarming presents yes, or like exactly. like a little present for somebody. And I think that millennials have smaller spaces, so we're more into like food, giving people food and stuff like that instead. Oh, right? that's interesting. Yeah. 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 I, I mm-hmm. think it has darker roots. I think there are. <laughs> I Take think there hole. are like food companies that are either having like bunk ass product or like there's something wrong with the label. They were gonna throw it away, and instead That's, they're like I, selling it. Yes, cheap. I think it's definitely some kind of wholesale. Like we couldn't mm-hmm. sell this. I remember thinking, yeah. oh, I wonder if this is all expired and like that's why. And then checking and it seemed like none of them had had expiration dates. So I wonder <laughs> if that's that's a loophole. Some of it. There we that's go. Interesting. Well, because it feels oh. like Cost Plus and World Market are two different businesses too, right? Like Cost yeah. Plus implies like, oh, this is like this is like the TJ Maxx or whatever, and World Market right. feels like, like, ooh, this is like stuff that we've curated from all over the place. Yes, <laughs> and, and that's that like is how you too. feel. Yeah, that is yeah. exactly yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like this is a good place for me to tell some information I learned recently because. Okay. I'm realizing that this product feels like it would fit exactly in Cost Plus World Market. Okay. But I don't know how I found this out yesterday. Oh, I was looking for pictures of Danny DeVito for something. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> we Danny DeVito, we're we're fans. He's I love Danny a hot DeVito. topic on the show. How a- Really? I listened to an episode, one, and it was great, but he didn't come up, so I didn't know. But I did get to meet him once, and I told him I loved Death to Smoochie, because I do. Oh, he's amazing in it. Yes, and he directed it. He directed it, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I thought I was going to blow his mind, but he didn't care. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What was I mean, he wasn't a jerk. He went, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, because you're like, I'm glasses? doing a little deep cut. <laughs> yes. That was Wait, how I felt. Jessica. I don't remember if he was wearing glasses. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm so sorry. What did you... Jess has a crush on like I'm disappointed all of you. Yeah. Do you? Danny and Danny. Oh my god. He just pulls down my the heart. cardboard cutout. <laughs> I want to rewatch Matilda. I feel like he's a treasure. Oh, he's oh, really he's good. Such at treasure. He's an icon and yeah. like he's truly has so much range. My husband and I are we've been binging It's Always Sunny and like mm-hmm. he you can't even imagine that it. show without him. Every single scene he's so funny just by Ugh. virtue of being Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I want I want to watch now. I got everything gotta, Everything he says on that show, I can't, I just laugh at it. It's just, he's so perfect and funny and amazing. So, okay, so sorry to derail you. No, no, no. Okay. So, I think the answer is fuck and marry Danny DeVito. Yes, yeah. Fuck, marry and kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not kill. (laughs) Not kill. (laughs) Fuck the the throw pillow, marry Danny DeVito. Yeah. Kill nobody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Pass (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. I've solved it. Yes. <laughs> By it, I mean the war that's currently going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That was the answer we all needed. I interrupted a Danny DeVito story because I had to brag about having met him. So I'm going to get us back on track. That's obviously Amazing. information yes. we needed. So Yeah. Wait, wait. So, Babs, you were you were Googling pictures of Danny DeVito. I was Googling. So, the... And then I found that he had a limoncello brand. He sold that's a limoncello. That's so which is like a lemon liqueur. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I'm trying to I need to read more about it. But apparently I think the story is that him and George Clooney got wasted on Limoncello's one night. And then apparently Danny DeVito went to The View the next day and was wasted. Oh, on and he the was view. drunk. Yeah. I was like, why does this sound familiar? Oh, it's That's such amazing. a good clip. Yeah, I mean, he's shit housed on Limoncello on The I love him so much. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you guys? I just Googled Danny DeVito because I wanted to look it up and Google filled in the word lemoncello. Wow. wow. Okay, wow. so I didn't know. Well, like, this is not, I but if you know. look at the, it looks exactly like something that you're going to come across. And maybe that's where I can find it because it actually went out of a, it's not around anymore. And I was trying to find a bottle to bring to Tess for her birthday. Oh. <laughs> and I'm only, I'm saying it because I couldn't find, it's not, in, I, yeah. I found one liquor store like in New Jersey and I was like, do you guys actually still have this? <laughs> but yeah. I think the cost plus, I feel like if I wandered around there, they might actually. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, That's such a good tip. It seems like you really might find it there. A Honestly, thousand percent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. On, uh, on, home. on Etsy, there is a framed photo of his limoncello ad that is really beautiful. <laughs> I, I think he has like, yeah, a whole song for it and everything. And there, I got to do more investigating, but I'm very, yeah. I was very happy to. Do you remember the name of it? Does it have its, its just, own name? It's literally or it's called Danny DeVito's Limoncello. <laughs> yep. It's also like so yep. funny that he was that drunk on it because Limoncello is like a digestif. It's like something you have like a small little it's so, yeah, tiny it's thing very, to like, settle sweet. your stomach. It's not something you want it's to like not, drink a lot of. Yeah, like you're not. The idea of taking like multiple shots of Limoncello <laughs> is insane. That ad is really good. It's great. I know, right? The face he's that. making. Yeah, it's no a really glasses. Per- He's holding perfect photo. An like instrument, a, a base of some kind. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I think I might need that. I, I think you do. Wow. It's an eleven by fourteen. It's like large. I love that. Wow. 
I think, don't you guys think that would look good in the glam cave? That I think would it would look amazing. really good in the glam I already glam have cave. some art of Danny DeVito holding a ham in my kitchen, so I can't. Wow. <laughs> I'm not doubling down, but. So, Babs, did Tess like, rub off on card. you or independently you both? Yes. I mean, I think we're all fans of him, but I, yeah. but this was post. I think I was just searching for like stuff to put in my kitchen and I wanted something to do with food mm-hmm. and I found that and I was like, well, I have to get this. <laughs> well, it's like I think about like Danny DeVito has been like a constant ev- in all of our lives, even if we haven't thought about him right. consciously, yeah, where it's just exactly. like, oh, uh, you know, that time when I was like a child just watching TV twins was on in the background. Danny DeVito was there. Mm-hmm. He's just always been there. <laughs> yeah, he's always been there for you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I watched War of the Roses not that long ago. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I really feel like twins is going to get rebooted. Doesn't that feel like that will happen? I yeah. would like with perhaps both twins, of them. Oh, female twins would be fun. Yeah. Ooh, that would be fun. I, was, I, I, I just had this idea they're going to be a female twins, and then all the guys on Twitter are like, this is where I draw the line. You're ruining my child. Like, <laughs> <ruining> my- <laughs> twins don't have vaginas. How dare you? Yeah, it exactly. It'll be like Melissa McCarthy and Tilda Swinton or something. <laughs> I'm that in. would be amazing. Great yeah. I'm yeah. just, I'm throwing that out there. Casting that directors, perfect. if you're listening, I think that would be an amazing thing. Yes. Me, and my friend, me and my friend Megan one year for Halloween, we were sexy twins and we both were um, with like white booty shorts and white... Um, uh, suit jackets and then Hawaiian shirts, but then I made us like really janky stick signs of an Arnold Schwarzenegger face and a Danny DeVito face, <laughs> and we would just like hold them over our faces. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> A really fun Halloween costume. <laughs> so good. I really sort of botched the fuck Mary Kill. It was too hard once no. it became. Are you kidding? I think you solved all of them perfectly. Okay. <laughs> Avatar, you were crushing this episode, and I do not want you to doubt yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I really absolutely. needed that. This you are the Danny DeVito of this episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the nicest thing anyone's ever said. High praise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. We're going to go stare into his beautiful brown eyes, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Avital. Say your name. <laughs> it felt like a boy band thing. I don't know why. It, it does. Really it feels funny. like it a does. eight like a sitcom where you're like turning around to the camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like about it. I forget. I was in a meeting or something and I described us as like the Spice Girls of comedy. <laughs> I think that's yeah. very good. Yeah, you know? I think that's I yeah. think that's pretty accurate. It need to happen. Yeah, I want to be like, got... which ones are you? But I don't want to start a fight if, you know, what if oh, you're yeah. not all... It's not a fight. It's not a fight. I was always like, I don't want you to throw blows. I was always ginger. Mm, that makes mm. sense. Um, or, or sexy spice, whichever one you want to... <laughs> she is the sexy spice. Yeah. Sexy but isn't like, spice. isn't Posh also kind of sexy spice? Yeah, but she's she... more like Ice Queen kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sexy yeah. from afar. Not, like, you can't touch her. <laughs> No, you can't have sex right. With her. Ginger's more accessible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> accessible. Okay, I'm sorry. Nice. Um, <laughs> I don't know who I. I like. I always identified more with Scary than the rest of them because she just seemed like she was just fucking cool, and I was also Me like too. stupid. Bad, bad name. But I was always like a little bit of like a gothy kid. And like I was, I was like a ska goth fan, basically. That mm-hmm. like, uh, so I was always a fan of her for like that. Right, reason. but she wasn't gothy. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. but I just. 
But, but she was kind of like the most punk rock one. Like she was yeah. the most subversive, like kind yeah, of yeah. like not cookie cutter. Like even Ginger was like cookie cutter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Scary was like the most edgy kind of like. I feel like yeah. Sporty was the most out out there one. So Sporty, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like she seemed out not as part like a different part of the group. They both were breaking the mold in a different way because Sporty yeah. is exactly. kind of like eschewing the. The feminine, the feminine mm-hmm. norms. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then, yeah, exactly. scary was like her own thing. And then she also yeah. had like her, yeah. the best career. Sporty just like later on. Yeah, yeah. Had her best, did she? Yeah, yeah, she had like a yeah, really she had like an amazing solo career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The important. I, don't yeah. Know, I didn't I, know that. I just want to say Hollywood. If you're listening, the Spice Girls got a movie. I think Lady to Lady should get a movie. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> Al- so with Alan coming. Wait, is Alan coming yes. in it? Probably, yeah, he, it feels I like think it, I, right? Because he's just Josie and the Pussycat. <laughs> Whatever, it feels oh. like he is. Yeah. Under, okay. Underrated, amazing movie, by the way. If you haven't seen Josie and the Pussycats in a long time, crazy movie, plot. It's so, so funny good. and it's weirdly prescient to like what's happening today. Wow. <laughs> it's fucking oh, awesome. I'll watch it. Who, yeah. who did, what goth bands did you like? Oh, just like more the, like, more the aesthetic. The aesthetic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more than anything else. Like, I was just like, the, and just like moody it was spooky i guess not goth but like yeah. kind of just a spooky kid <laughs> nightmare before christmas oh yeah mm-hmm. nightmare before christmas is great i was just thinking like Bauhaus. i was very into Bauhaus and- was good oh, yeah. yeah i like Bauhaus a lot i was really into the cure would you count oh that yeah as yeah i think, like, I think they're a goth band yeah I yeah like loved the cure just the moody cure. moody shit for sure yeah it's like kind of emo goth <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, yes. like, I kind of killed The Cure when I was younger because I listened to them so much. And then recently mm-hmm. I've started listening to The Cure again. And may I recommend? <laughs> oh, they're great. Running errands to The Cure. It's, I actually find their music, like, very uplifting. Yeah. Like, Love yeah. Cats. Like, that's a fun song. Mm-hmm. Friday I'm in Love. <laughs> and now I'm thinking of Susie and the Banshees just because I think they look so similar. Robert yeah. Smith and Susie Sue. Very yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't they date? Did they? I think they did. I love that. That speaks to the narcissism in each of us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're going to do some lady problems. If you have one, you can send it to us, lady to lady comedy at gmail.com, or you can give us a phone call at 323 6 but 30. Here is number one. Hi, ladies. My name is Shannon. Um, I'm an ER nurse and I took some time off of work because LOL COVID. And um, I've got into therapy and I haven't been as, like, a true adult. Like, I went in my teenage years and, like, when I was 20, and you're not a real human when you're 20. But I'm – the therapist asked me what goals I have and the best I could come up with is make phone calls without throwing up, so I'm conquering a fear right now. But that's the only thing I could come up with. So I have kind of two problems. What are good therapy goals to have that are kind of – just kind of generalized, and then also what good qualities do you guys look for in your therapist? You guys make it, you normalize mental health, and you talk about it so well, and it just makes me feel comfortable to go, but I'm still like, oh, 
this is a therapist I am assigned. I have to stick with them when I know that's not true. So if you guys could just help me out, give me some awesome advice for your awesome guest. And I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, congratulations on not throwing up. Great yeah. phone call. <laughs> I love her. Making that phone calls, normal. I think, and also I will say that's very normal. I think like making yeah. phone calls gives mm-hmm. me anxiety no matter what. Mm-hmm. For sure. The Same. pressure of the voicemail like, as well. Yeah. yeah. Voicemail. I mean, I've had jobs for quite a while where I had to make a lot of phone calls and like I kind of had to face that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes you get anxiety. over it. But like it, it still comes back. Sense. Like it's, yeah, I've, I was thinking about because yesterday there were some phone calls I was supposed to make and it's like about asking people for things which I always hate you know it's like mm-hmm. kind of asking for favors or whatever and it's stuff that I'm like do I send this an email do I text try call and then yeah. I was thinking there used to be this thing where you could dial something and make it would make it go straight to their voicemail I don't know if you guys oh, know yeah. Slide no. dial. Slide oh. dial. Yeah, slide dial. I love that dial. shit because I was just yeah. like, what? I left him a message. Like, I feel like I, That's you great. know. Yeah, I didn't was, know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was It was amazing. I love that. It was that. mostly I used that. for work when you're like, I'm going to call yeah. and say, you know, I can't come in or whatever. <laughs> I remember mm-hmm. finding about that from uh, Paul F. Tompkins posted about it because he talked about having a lot of anxiety about phone calls as well. And wow. I was like, well, if Paul F. Tompkins also has this problem, then right. I think we're crushing it. I yeah. have that problem and I'm really heartened to hear that you guys all, I thought it was mm-hmm. a weird, I didn't know that it was so normal. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very common. And I think about this a lot. I don't know about you guys, but like, especially like I don't know, people my age, when I was a young teenager, like. I could not have been more obsessed with talking on the phone. Like mm-hmm. I would just come home, get on the phone. Mm-hmm. And it was like the kind that had a cord. My family would be mad at me. I would, just, <laughs> I would take the phone into the shower with me. Like I just needed to be attached at the ear to the phone. So yeah. it's weird to me that I developed such a different relationship to it in adulthood. Cause there was a period mm-hmm. in my life where I like was addicted to it. I think it's it, just so. like yeah. associated with not fun things now because I don't have yeah anxiety calling my best friend or something like that. But like, any, it's like only five people that don't give me anxiety to call. And outside of that, it's like, you don't really want to be calling. <laughs> I'll have like schedule gyno appointment on my to-do list for months. Oh yeah. For whatever reason, just scheduling an appointment mm-hmm. is yes. like, and then yeah. once I do it, I'm like, oh, that was fine. Yeah. I could have done that months ago. Yeah. yeah. It's why. Yeah. Oh, same. I, I, so yeah, you're, you're in good company with yeah. that shit. We yes. all feel like that. Absolutely. Um, Something that like, if I have like a big phone call, I'll like, I'll like, have notes that I want to make sure I hit on that phone call too Mm -hmm. if that's like a helpful tip at all to just have like some like an outline or or like like things you want to make sure you don't forget yeah and not to veer too much away from the question but I would I personally would love to have like an entire episode on your point Babs about like when you're calling to ask somebody for something like do you send an email how do you because it's also I think it's worse sometimes when somebody's asking me for something they'll ask for the favor and then be like but more importantly how are you and I'm like that's not the more important and you don't care and I you like have to you. say that though, right? Like, I don't. Well, that's so, what I do. Yeah. You? How do you? I think God. because I think I would be annoyed and offended if I didn't get the little cushion of the "how are you?" Right, mm-hmm. right. I guess it depends yeah. on the relationship and what you're asking for. And I'm probably making it way too much of like if you know, like the when Harry met Sally scene. Like, and if you don't have ice cream, then no, then nothing at all. Like, it feels <laughs> yeah. like it, there's all these rules that I don't know. And I would love to have a conversation at some point about like, yeah, how do you, how do you just ask for a thing? I mean, I'm not good at it because I'm, you know, I I think like 
honestly, I would be further in my career if I was better at it. Yes, yeah. I'm me too. Horrible me at, too. Yeah, at asking for, and like, I'm okay at keeping up relationships, but not great because I just get in my zone and, you know, mm-hmm. it's awkward to come to somebody and ask them for something, yeah. even if they, yeah. you know, they like you and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just sent out some real awkward texts this week that, and I didn't want to do the whole back and forth, like pretending. So I just said, hey, this is what I'm saying. And guess what? And how did it go? Zero responses. Really? <laughs> yep. Really? I don't know. How many? I thought you were going to be like, and I got everything I asked for. (laughs) I was so excited for you for a second. Well, and it's like, well, fine. I get it. I get it. You know, and that's also people who are busy and whatever, but it's like Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. And I'm like, should I have done this differently? I should I have called them? I feel like that's worse to just call someone out of the blue. So I don't fucking know. Right. Because this day and age, like, yeah, people, that is kind of the weird thing too, is like phone culture has changed. Like people, Mm -hmm. it is weird if someone just randomly calls you. Yeah. Yeah, I also hate getting a text. Can I call you? I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Now I can't say no. Just call right. me. At that's that point, the thing. Yeah, that's why me. I was yeah. just like, I'm just gonna put the information out there, and like, you can say whatever you. Because I don't want to like. Yeah. I'd rather just you know why I want to con. You know why I'm like saying this. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I didn't so get any. You do hear I did not got nothing. No. <laughs> which I'm like, no, I'm like, whatever. I could still hear back, and you know, it's yeah. It's also like, not how long has it been? One person was like three days ago. One person was yesterday, and then I sent. Okay. I sent an email this morning. I think okay. you're still within, I, I mean, I, I think you're still within like the range of getting responses. To For shit. sure. Especially yeah. if they're busy people, like, especially yeah. like when someone does ask you a favor and you're busy, that does kind of. Oh, totally. I have a lot of times where someone texts me and then I completely am like, oh, I'll respond. And then I forget for, you know. Oh my God. That is something that I really like, I'm bad at. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't mean to be like, I mean, I, I'm not good at returning texts sometimes. And then I'm not trying to like blow yeah. anyone off or anything but like i'll do this i think because i have like an apple watch too like sometimes i'll mm. be like on a run or something and i'll see a text come through and in my head i'll be like okay i'm gonna respond that or I'll, when i have a second i need to respond to that right yeah. right so it, it feels like kind of checked off and then i forget to reply to it you guys are my people because i feel that way too <laughs> yeah. and a lot of people are like i just respond right away what monster does it but i like, think it's bad for my mental health to always yes always need to too. respond yeah yeah you're like, like glued too. to your phone right it's yeah, just not, like, exactly it shouldn't be expected no and I'm trying to be present with the people I'm present with like I don't really like to be looking at my phone so like if I start texting them that's going to initiate a conversation that I'm not maybe in a position to be present in at that point yes (laughs) I feel like I don't know how to text because sometimes I'll get like I'll think I'm doing it right I'll respond and then go watch a movie or something and then I come back and they're like where'd you go and I'm like I I lived my life. I'm living my <laughs> yeah. life. Or sometimes yeah. someone will say BRB, and I'm like, do, "Am I supposed I don't to know? Are you supposed to say BRB? <laughs> BRB? No. no. Text, text time is not real. Text the only time, time I think no. the only time I ever feel like it should be closed out is when you're like catching up with an old friend or something, and it's like, okay, we've been texting, and like I gotta go, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like yeah. most people, I'm like, yeah, it's expected that it's gonna be a you go variety of response time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I, I honestly use do not disturb disturb all the time now because Me too. I'm like, too. I'm yes, like when I'm time. not like in the zone I'm gonna wait and then like later on if I feel like I can do this I will respond I had one friend take it personally though she was like do you know that it says this when I text you I'm like it's when everybody texts. like yeah it's she was like you. I thought it was like the way that you can mute certain threads so I was like you have me muted I was like no it's just it's then you have to explain wait, yours actually I, tells people you're on doing oh, it's a new yeah. feature oh oh yeah oh, interesting. interesting you guys haven't seen it yet okay no I haven't I have I opted out of that because I don't know. It, it felt like kind of like red receipts to me, which are my yeah, it feels it feels weird. They're aggressive. I yeah. don't know how to turn it off. You can turn um, it off. It's somewhere in your set. I don't okay. know. Okay. I, Some, it's somewhere, I in, it's in, there somewhere. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have been using the driving focus feature. Which oh, is that's great. good. Yeah. Where that it detects good. that you're driving and it just won't let you fuck around with your phone. That is great. Yeah. It might save your life. That's good. Now I just scream yep. at other people on their phone. So that's a good. <laughs> yeah. Even better. Um, okay. Let's get back. Let's get back to our oh, yeah. okay. lady problem. So goals for therapy. I mean, I think um, one good thing I think to think about therapy is like you're there. What are you there for? It's like, I think it's good to couch things in terms of like, I want to understand why. And like fill in the blank, like you're there to kind of like unpack kind of who you are and like with the roots of kind of the person that you are at this moment in time. And so mm-hmm. I think a good way to kind of like find that might be benefit that you might get a lot out of therapy is just saying, I want to understand why this, that, and that. Like, mm-hmm. I agree. Cause I think like, you know, putting, putting yourself in too many like real like goals that are like, oh, make phone calls or stuff like that. That's great. But you know, that kind of like, I think you can be too hard on yourself with those kind of goals or they can be very hard to like be held, hold yourself accountable for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, the real thing, I mean, the biggest goal for therapy should be showing up. Right. And like yeah. being there and yeah. And just, and yeah. just deciding to do the work, which you're doing. So, mm-hmm. and I think beyond that being true to yourself, as far as like, if you want to be with this therapist or not, because it sounds like maybe you want to change and, mm-hmm. I know that that goes along kind of with the phone anxiety, of course, telling someone mm. you don't want to work with them in that way is extremely anxiety inducing and there's no yeah. great way. To, I mean, I literally just ghosted my last one, and <laughs> found a new one. I think therapists yeah. probably get ghosted a lot. Pro- yeah, and, um, a lot. I ghosted yeah. a therapist. Yeah, I think yeah. it does happen a lot, I'm sure, because it's just yeah. an awkward conversation. So don't mm-hmm. feel like that. You know, I feel like if you're not feeling it, like you definitely owe it to yourself to find someone who works with you because that makes all the difference in the world, you know? It really does. Yeah. I, I'm going to say something and I'm not sure I mean it. So I'm curious to see what you <laughs> guys think. I'm like, I half feel this way that even when you, uh, I don't know, this sounds very, very bad now. Coming back to uh, Tessa's abusive relationship with the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> but so like, in. if you, part of me thinks even a bad therapist is good for your journey because you realize almost like relationships, what you don't mm-hmm. want and what doesn't work. That yes. said, I, I had a therapist for a long time who was really smart and sharp and would pick up, I'm, I don't want to see a man that's one mm-hmm. big thing yeah. to me. He mm-hmm. was gay, so I feel like that helped. But like, <laughs> it still was like a, a an older white dude, mm-hmm. and he um, had like a tough love thing mm-hmm. that sometimes was helpful, but sometimes was totally invalidating. And especially when it came to anything like pertaining to sexual assault, I have another friend who saw him too, and mm-hmm. he straight up did the like, "Why did you go into that room?" Oh, like, not... uh, yeah. yeah. And so, in seeing a different therapist, she pointed out a lot of things that he, that he did that made things worse for me mm-hmm. and it I, I maybe I would take it back but I also think he even though there were a lot of things I didn't like about him he alerted me to other things that were helpful but a, mm-hmm. a big red flag for me talking about goals is like I've never really thought of them as therapy goals but I did have this one issue that kept coming up that was really hard for me and week to week we'd wrap up and I'd sort of be like well what about this thing and mm-hmm. he'd be like well we'll get there and mm-hmm. we just never did and and it started to feel more and more like, okay, once a week for 45 minutes to an hour, like I'm never going to be fixed and nobody's ever going to be fixed. But then yeah. I found this other therapist and I started doing EMDR and, and we mm-hmm. focused on the thing that was important to me right away every time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's, I guess, a big thing is like trust yourself. And if yes. it feels yes. like yeah. we're never getting to the thing, then maybe mm-hmm. that's not the person for you. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I mean, I think it's the same thing as as many other medical situations where it's like, 
just because someone's a doctor doesn't mean they're a good doctor. Yes. Period. Just because somebody has a therapy degree doesn't mean they're a good therapist. And unfortunately you do need to be your own advocate and you do not need you. It's so easy in so many different clinical settings to be gaslit. Mm -hmm. It's fucking Mm -hmm. terrifying because they are the expert and you're not. And it's so easy just to want to trust them, but yeah. And they have so much power. They're an authority Mm -hmm. figure, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you're really, I actually think I disagree. I think I, I actually think the second you feel that you're in an unhealthy therapist relationship, you should leave because it's a really intimate right. relationship. And yeah. I think you could be jeopardizing your mental health. With the wrong yeah, I did. That's why I'm like, right. as I'm saying that, this is wrong. <laughs> I mean, I do think, yeah. I think, you know, uh, unless they're making you feel uncomfortable, that's a different thing. But if you just yeah. aren't vibing with them, give it a few yeah, yeah, times, yeah, yeah. give it a few, yeah, cause yeah, yeah. you know, I've known people who like were like eh, at first and then settled into it. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think because like for me with therapy, sometimes I'll have specific goals. And I think I didn't realize what my really what my goal was when I first went, you know, which one of my biggest goals was like not feeling like I was responsible for everything in my family, like not feeling like I had to mm-hmm. fix everything, you know, and that goes for a lot of things, but especially my family. Yeah. And I don't even know that I kind of knew that. But over time with therapy, mm-hmm. like I've really made strides in that. And it was just like, mm. oh, I didn't even like know that that's what was really going on. But like the goal is figuring out the goal. Right. Exactly. Right. Like now yeah. seeing yeah. myself on right. the other side, I'm like, oh, like I don't obsess over this anymore. And that's because I think I went through this experience. So I think like you're doing great. And obviously you, I'm sure you have specific goals that you want, you know, to do, but also, yeah, it's just about showing up and like kind of digging around in yourself and finding out, you know, why you do things the way you do or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think there is also something, and this is much easier said than done. I didn't do this. This is the good advice that I didn't take. But I think like seeing a bunch of therapists, even if you like somebody and just checking out more just to mm-hmm. see is telling yourself that you're worth it and sends a message to you that like you're really going to take the time to find the person best suited to your mental health needs. So again, yeah. I didn't do that. I will say that though, but, like, yeah. I will say that though too, like right now, um, it's really fucking hard it's to get in hard. with a good therapist. Like, I also yeah. feel like we're giving this, ad- like, it's also like, yeah, awesome if you can like get in with a bunch of people. But like right now, mm-hmm. most people have wait lists. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really tough to kind of like shop around. That's true. Yeah. Something been- that like my, my therapist uh, gives me, um, she'll give me like book recommendations. And I feel like I've, I've read like a lot of self-help books that I think have been like actually incredibly helpful that like have given me things that like, I haven't gotten from her too. So like if you're working with somebody and they kind of are there, be like, see if there's anything like maybe you could be working on outside of it or something too. Yeah. Ask for homework. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I think that does help a lot because I have a problem where I only see mine every two weeks now, which is Mm -hmm. kind of tough because I feel like I lose the thread a little bit between, Mm -hmm. you know, them. And I think it's helpful to be like, if there is specific things you want to work on being carrying that with you, like really thinking about it and getting into it. Cause that's where like real change happens. And, you know, you do have to actively work on stuff. Perfect tie in coming back to the phone calls of, Mm -hmm. I don't remember which one of you said you like write down stuff to bring up on the call. And I do that with when I was in therapy, which I should get back in. I would also do that throughout the week. I'd be like, Oh, I want to talk about this or this was a weird thing. Bringing it down. Yes, mm-hmm. that's mm. such such a huge thing because I think you, especially like, if you have any sort of people pleasing tendencies, it can be really easy to like waste. I mean, that hour goes fucking fast, and you can just be like 
making small talk or talking yep. about shit that you didn't even want to talk about. And you're like, why the fuck am I? Yeah. 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 The people yeah. pleasing in therapy is real. Mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that, especially like when you first start seeing someone, I think, mm-hmm. especially when like, it's like all women, like when we first meet people, we're like, oh no, I'm going to be like the best person you've ever met. <laughs> yeah. exactly. How can I make your life easier? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think also like figure out what, uh, what style of therapist they are because there are a lot of different different ones um, you know there's a yeah. young, Jungian perspective and like I work with uh, uh, Jesus Christ why can't I think of the name of it um, DBT D, oh. D, I'm just trying to guess stuff acronyms <laughs> not, not EMDR NPR. Oh my God. yeah um, I will think of it later it doesn't matter okay. <laughs> but yeah there's like a ton of different kinds of therapists and it's like if that of a kind that you're working with like their shit doesn't work for you like there's there's different schools of, of philosophy around it too yeah which again comes back to but it is hard to get on to try them all out but also ultimately yeah. worth yeah. it you know but also i mean i think to that point like there is like yes definitely go see someone like stick with it sounds like you're already seeing someone but like there is stuff you can do proactively on your own yeah there are books you can check out um for me personally, like my yoga practice is something that's very important to my mental health. Like, I don't think yoga is for everyone, but I think like mm-hmm. having some kind of reflective time in your life where you are kind of like bringing up and examining yourself and not looking at Twitter and, and mm-hmm. thinking about stuff, some kind of situation like that is something that you can kind of do yes. on your terms. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. go on a lot of walks. That's like really my like time to let everything, you know, mm-hmm like jumble around in my head or think about specific things or whatever it is. I think that, yeah, just having that time to yourself away from screens and away from other people and all that stuff is super important. CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh, That I could not think of. Yes. I said DBT and I was so close. (laughs) Dialectical behavioral therapy and then cognitive. Yeah. What's the other one? I was like, what, what the CBT, fuck? DBT. It's one of those phrases that I'm just like, ah. and mm-hmm. there's a guy, uh, David Burns, who has written a bunch of books about that. And he like is kind of, there's like a handbook and all sorts of shit that you can do around that, that like gives you shit to work on every day that I've, I've cool. found incredibly helpful. There is, I haven't tried it, but I was reading in the New York Times an article about an anxiety workbook that I thought about buying that everybody seems to like. So maybe look into we, it. One yeah. time, <laughs> my, one of my BFFs, Whitney, who I used to live with, um, mm-hmm. she had one of those. And I remember we used to film sketches and we just had her reading this giant like anxiety <laughs> workbook in one of them. Always made me laugh. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you're doing the work, which is important. And I think like, it's, I mean, it's fucking hard, you know, it's really hard. It's hard to dig around and stuff you don't want to think about, especially, Mm -hmm. but like you do come out on the other end, you know, I think Mm -hmm. a better, a better version of you. And so good for you. Keep it up. And we're here. Good job. Yeah. Good job. You got the call. (laughs) You did the call. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. We'll do one more. Hi, ladies. Um, I love the show, first of all. Um, I recently got out of a 15-year marriage. Um, our divorce was finalized like three months ago, uh, but we've been separated for over a year. Um, had my whole phase, did the thing, had fun, great. And started seeing a guy about four months ago. He is a little bit younger than me, about eight years younger than me, actually. Um, and things are awesome. I like him. The sex is fantastic. Um, but my, my lady problem is, is that he's not 
financially stable, and that makes me feel really fucking shallow. Um, but, you know, I've, I've done that part of my life. Um, I have a business, and, you know, I have a teenage child, um, and, and it just really kind of throws me off. And I just don't know, like, do I do I give it time for him to figure it out? Like, I remember being, you know, early 30s and still trying to get my life together. Um, but I just don't I just don't know what to do. Is it worth a shot? Do like I hold on? Do I like stop being shallow or do I just say it's time to move on to someone new who, uh, you know, maybe has their life figured out a little bit more? Thanks, ladies. Bye. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, first of all, I don't think you're being shallow. I don't think that's the word for it. Yeah, I feel like you're you want security in all forms of your you know relationship, and that's that's one of them. Well, and I think there's a really important difference between somebody that like is not making a lot of money and somebody who's very motivated. Because like if you just are are busting ass for a career that like you're just not, it takes a while to get to a financially successful place versus somebody that's just kind of like floating and isn't working towards a goal. Like those are two very different bros. Right, but also yes, I think she needs <laughs> yeah. to identify which broke she's doing. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. like, even if he is floating, what does that mean? Yeah. Is that necessary? You know, a lot of people are like yeah, that, yeah. and that's yep. just life. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it is. But uh, and you need to decide. Like, are you going? Will that bother you? Yeah. Is that and, okay? And don't yeah, feel yeah. don't feel guilt if the answer is yes, because mm-hmm. some people might be totally down for that. But yeah. there's you're not being mean. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you're not being mean or materialistic by wanting to have a certain kind of lifestyle and wanting to have a a partner that can participate in that lifestyle with you. Mm -hmm. And I do think there's an emotional component uh, that that just goes hand in hand with it of like as women – I don't know, maybe this is going to sound bad too, but I feel like that was sort of the like um, male ideal that we we were raised with and that was like mm-hmm. taught to me my whole life was like that they are supposed to be providers and whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe looking at if that is a big deal to you or you were told it was a big deal, kind of mm-hmm. untangling how much it matters versus like you just, that's been the default. Mm-hmm. But I agree then like if it does matter, that's totally fine. And also it might be like it matters in the long run, but you are happy to have a fling mm-hmm. with somebody and that's fine too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really hard when he's, yeah, obviously eight years younger and like, we all know what that's like. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. that is like, yeah, we're all kind of like expected to kind of be like, who knows with money at that point. So you can't predict the future as to if yeah. that's going to change or not, you know? I think mm-hmm. you can though, in, to a certain so? extent. I do. I, I don't do. think like, you can. Cause I wasn't, I don't think you can personally. I've seen people change a lot. I predicted the future. Like when I first started dating Sean on our second date, he had a DUI. He had a, like no money. Like he was so broke. He had a, a towel stapled over his window. He had <laughs> yeah. like, you know, he, he had like nothing. And I was like, this guy's going to have, I knew, I knew he was going to, I knew what a hard worker he was. Right. Right. He was like taking the bus across city to go to his temp job in Santa Monica. So I was like, I know that he's going to be secure later on in life. Cause he has that drive and he has that work ethic. He's just in kind of a shitty situation right now. I knew that. And like the girl that was dating him before me was being a bitch about it. And I was friends with him and I was like, no, Sean is a fucking catch. He's yeah. in a rough place, but like he's hustling. So I do think you can kind of identify those tendencies. There's a difference between someone who is making all the steps and like working mm-hmm. hard and someone who probably is never going to. Yeah, But I will say that I do think that some people, you can't predict how they're going to change as far as, like, being good with a certain thing. Like, I was, you know, always fucking around with, like, money and stuff. I didn't know what I was doing until recently. So I feel like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've known you for a long time. You've always been a really hard worker. You've always had a really good work ethic. Like mm-hmm. always. Right. So I yeah. guess if it's just about work, yeah, I guess that's what we're, we're just asking is it's like it could look yeah. like a lot of different things as far yeah. as not being financially stable. And I think like figure out what like your like if you, if you guys are like wh- what what is your what is your expectations of a relationship? Like like do you is this a thing where you're like, okay, I want this guy to be stable because I want like a second partner in income and I want to like move in together and I want to do relationship escalator stuff again with a new person? Or is it like, I'm okay at like this place and like, you know, having this person that I'm like dating and like, this is the person that I'm seeing for a while without like needing to like take it to that next yeah, place for yeah. like, a while too, you know, like mm-hmm. just, you know, is it like, oh, I would like to marry this person in like three years and then blah, 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 blah. Like figure out what, what's important to you around that. Right. Like she said, she had her hoe phase, but I'm like, are you, do you feel like I'm totally done with that? And now mm-hmm. I want to settle down again. Or are you like, well, I was married for 15 years. I can kind of take my time and see mm-hmm. what's what. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. She needs to figure out where she is. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. that will inform everything else. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I do think, yeah, if you are in a position where you're talking about, I mean, there are just like practical things. If you do yeah. want to like partner up with someone, mm-hmm. it does start to be like, okay, well, do you guys want to buy a house? How often yeah. do you want to take vacation? Mm-hmm. Do you like going out to eat? There start to be like a lot of decisions that you make with that person. And mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, but, I was watching 90 Day Fiance last night. I feel like there needs to be a queer eye just for the guys who are bringing home women <laughs> to their house because they're all like, they're all gr- their places are just you know they've been bachelors forever they don't know how to like have a nice place <laughs> their places are nasty they're probably full of like cum socks everywhere and like <laughs> so i think that yeah guys just like don't get it a lot of the time <laughs> and they need yeah. someone yeah. to like you know it does he seem like someone who you know you could like help with those not like you it should be a responsibility but just like is yeah, he yeah. this kind of person who's going to get his shit together for like the partner he's with or what you know yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good point and it's true like it shouldn't be this way but to a certain extent we in hetero relationships like heteronormative we have a lot of power to shape mm-hmm. our partners so that is the other <laughs> side of it they do kind of shape. come to you they do kind of come to you a bit like a blank canvas or a, or a piece of, Lump of clay. i mean i would say for our it's the opposite for us you know he's he's taming the beast basically <laughs> and i'm still in my little like cave right now surrounded by things but he's made me much better at you know having a home <laughs> i feel that way too i'm kind of messy and i hate it and i wish mm-hmm. i weren't yeah but i you know cohabitating i'm like i i can't just be disgusting right yeah. like it that has that line like i can't just be disgusting that's the- <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah i mean just feel it out. Like, yeah, what do you want from this? Are you okay if it is just not going to go further than this? Like, I get it. And it sounds like she is maybe looking for her next, like, relationship. So she might just be like, I don't want to waste my time if it's not going to go anywhere, you know? And then also, ha- have you had a conversation about it? If it's like, yeah. I, w- I want to do this in a real way, but only if X, Y, Z, then that's, like, worth talking about. And maybe, like, mm-hmm. test your point if he, if he hasn't been hustling and mm-hmm. isn't working hard, but is open to it and is like... I figured I would do that in a year or two, but I guess I'll speed <laughs> that up for you. You know, yeah. that's fine. True. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he needs a fire lit under his ass. Yeah. Cause I, don't you guys get the sense? I'm just probably inferring a lot from her voicemail, but don't you guys kind of get the sense? Like if this guy was like 
hustling you and wasn't making a lot of money or seemed really focused. Do you think she mm-hmm. would have left this voicemail? Probably not, but yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to tell because I think there, I mean, there is something when you're in two very different phases of your life too. It's like, she's yeah. very settled and she has like a, like she said, she has a teenager and stuff and it's like, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's like that. Um, it's like that friends episode where there's like the three rich friends and the three poor yes. friends. It's very yes. much, it's very much that. And like, is it, uh, also, also what are his, um, what are his values around money? Right. You know? That's a great question. That is a great question. I don't know what my values around money are. What is <laughs> yeah. Well, just like, is it, is it like, does, what does success look like to him? Does success right, look right. like, like, does the success look like I'm making X, Y, Z a year? Is that the priority or is the priority, you know, I'm playing you know, Xbox. Schedule? That's what yeah, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, like what are his values and priorities around all of that stuff? I think that's so important important to know. <laughs> Adam was giving me shit because like in the beginning of the pandemic when he didn't have a job anymore, he was just playing mm-hmm. his video game. And I was like, we I was like, you are not gonna be a video game guy. And I got really, really <laughs> crazy about it. And I was like, you will not be this. And he was like, okay. <laughs> no, I think I think for, for all our male listeners, um I'm, video <laughs> video game guys are very triggering. For I said I was like, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. You know what? I'm sorry. Yes. It's true. That's actually yes. a really good point, Brandy. Yes. It's yes. generational. I actually have younger yes. brothers, and I told them I was like, because yes. they're on. The, and I said, "Girls are not." I can't tell you how unattractive it is yeah. when a girl comes over to your house and you ignore her to play a video game. Yes, I can't. Uh, no. It, it, yeah, and I understand it's a way that you want to unwind sometimes, but like yeah. it can't be like an everyday all the time. It, it's just also it's, don't they're, invite they're, a girl over if you want to right. unwind with your video game. Yes. Hang out with yeah. your video game. Yes. I, I don't know why I'm imagining this guy playing video games. I just sense it in this, yes. in this yeah, 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 problem. Yeah. 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 One of the yeah. most attractive things about my partner is that, like, his his younger brother bought him uh, a game console that he only uses to watch, like, Netflix with and then play a video game with his brother in Wisconsin, like, once Perfect. a month. And he's like, I hate this. I hate it. I wish we could just talk on the phone, but I guess I have to do this with you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing yeah i think i mean gold g- fucking golden eye i remember in high school golden my- eye is when everything <laughs> everything changed uh-huh. that was the great eye. divide yes yeah oh i'll never forget golden eye i will I was like, never <laughs> forget golden eye because also prior to golden eye i mm-hmm. could play video games yes yes, like, yes. I could play the that shit. was the one where yes. i was like i can't play this i don't know what i'm doing anymore. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. no fuck golden eye <laughs> fuck that video game it changed everything that's so funny <laughs> well good luck let us know what happens yeah do you get updates often we do sometimes, and we do sometimes. Do sometimes. Yeah, yeah it just depends yeah, cool. let us know. We love hearing from. Also, we, for past lady problems, we love hearing from you guys and hearing yeah. that stuff. So yeah. please, please call in, write in. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Avital, thank you for hanging out with us. So thank fun. you so much for having me. This is a blast. <laughs> I feel like I'm still like mulling over the questions, and I'm like, feel like I feel like I need a crystal ball. I want them to like fill out <laughs> forms that with more details. Like I'm still spinning. Over, I know like, we need like versions. yeah. Sometimes people don't give us quite enough context, and you're like, all right, I need to know. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything about him. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Social security number. Yeah. Let me look him up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, if we could see the Instagrams of half these guys, it would help a lot. So, <laughs> so true. This couple posts would, would inform a lot. Yes. Well, it's interesting because obviously Instagram isn't like indicative of reality, but it is indicative of a reality that they're trying to project. Yes. Yes. I think exactly. you can still see a lot about someone on there. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's not necessarily what they think you can see about it, but it's yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. That's exactly. a requirement now. You have to include an yeah. Instagram. <laughs> but if they don't have an Instagram, then that's kind of a good. That's sign. hot. I that's kind of nice. Yeah. Very hot. I say you're in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who cares if he doesn't make money? Yeah. If he doesn't have an Instagram. <laughs> stick it out. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you so much for having me. This is a blast. <laughs> you guys, it's an honor to tour with the Spice Girls of Comedy. Oh, <laughs> where, tell everyone where they can find you online, where they can yeah. follow you, listen to your podcast. Yes. Uh, I'm at Avital Ash uh, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. And um, I have a podcast with my friend Jessica where we talk about horror movies, which is really fun. But she just had a baby, so we've been wildly inconsistent. But there's a lot of old ones that you can listen to, and um, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I was very scared of horror, so it's been like a, Ooh, a nice, way yeah. to sort of face my fears, and I feel like a braver person for it. So. Oh, fun. Yeah, That's it's called awesome. He's Right Behind You. I guess I should say the name. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. I love the name. That's such a great name. Thank yeah. you. It's really she came good. up with it. I love it, too. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking of when you were talking about Moonfall. I was like, the moon? Mm-hmm. right behind them the moon it is, is the yes. bad guy he's it's right behind you so funny uh everybody should see moonfall it fucking killed me so hard <laughs> there's um yeah karen kilgariff has a really funny song where it's like t- about jesus and then it's like oh, I love oh, that he's song. behind yes. like look out he's look behind out. you <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> or oh, i have to look it up that it's really good it's great it's awesome. that whole album i recommend yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think oh. it's called live at the bootleg theater and yeah it's, it's, it's legit really good oh i'll totally yeah. listen yeah so so good Hell yeah. Well, thank right, you. It's so nice to meet you, you too. Yeah, you too. This was awesome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, have a good welcome. week. See you guys next week. Everybody. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Three, two, three. Six but 30. It's six but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. Um, this is Stephanie. Um, I was just listening to your latest episode, and um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Well, Podcast. Wow, my brain's not working today. Audiobooks. I've been listening to audio, a lot of audiobooks with my podcast um, lately. And when Babs was talking about how she can't renew her library card, I just went, wow, what the fuck? I forgot about libraries. Like, literally, I'm 30 years old and I forgot about libraries. Wow. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Uh, I'm a big fan. And I just finished the most recent episode, uh, number 469. And uh, the person with the lady problem uh, was the dude who, like, doesn't say I love you enough. I just wanted to validate that. I had a partner um, for almost three years, and uh, he didn't say I love you the whole time. Um, And I just, you know, would tell myself, like, Oh, it's fine. I know how he feels about me. It's fine. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I know how I feel about him. And I would just, you know, tell myself that it was enough, uh, even though I knew that it wasn't and that we had really different love languages. And um, sometimes you just have to, you know, admit to yourself that that's not sustainable. 
Um, and it wasn't until I literally broke up with him um, that he decided to say that he loved me, and obviously at that point it was a little bit too late. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe it's time to go. Um, and if it's any consolation, the guy that I started dating after him uh, said I love you literally two weeks in. So you never fucking know. Um, but yeah, I love you guys, and uh, sorry to that person because I know that it sucks. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>